<laughs> we wanted to break in here at the beginning after we've already had our whole conversation to let you know that there are spoilers in this conversation for Prey mm-hmm. and some spoilers for Reservation Dogs, although I would say probably not as many. No, not really. And also a little bit for the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, the first yes. episode. Yes, yes. So if you guys have not watched them and you want to avoid spoilers, just be wary going forward. Maybe watch them and then come <laughs> back and listen. But if you don't care about spoilers, feel free to But honestly, get, go ahead. I think even pray, even if you listened to the whole thing and you watched it after us, oh, it you'll wouldn't really it. spoil anything for you. So no, no. Um, you'll still do what you it. want. <laughs> but <laughs> you're now informed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the program. <laughs> Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today is our sick day episode. We had originally planned to do a special interview slash bonus episode with my friend Mia, but COVID got in the way. That is still coming up. Yes, it's still coming up. It's just been delayed, but COVID unfortunately stuck its ugly head into my life and I avoided it for two and a half years. (laughs) Two and a half years and it finally got me. Uh, I, by the skin of my teeth, managed to avoid it because... Mm -hmm. They were too busy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, I probably would have seen. We almost went no. on you. <laughs> <laughs> so the universe clearly wanted to c- contain the spread. <laughs> but luckily, all symptoms by this point are gone. And I've tested negative once. So it was very short-lived, thankfully. Yes, thankfully. But because we couldn't record last week and the scheduling got kind of off we decided to do just a sick day episode if you will and so i asked mm-hmm. christian what he was watching while he had COVID, <laughs> and he said <laughs> that he was watching reservation dogs and mm-hmm. we both watched prey during mm-hmm. the last week so we figured we would talk about both of those because yeah. we feel like it. <laughs> yeah, both very fun and very different things. <laughs> one a horror, one a kind of dramedy. Yeah, but strangely enough, both kind of about Native people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Native people and their experiences in different sort of situations, which was kind of like a... Interesting, <laughs> very different situations. Yeah, I think made alien. by um, <laughs> Native people too as well. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That's really cool. It was such an interesting yeah. connection. But yeah, that's <laughs> kind of, I was kind of obsessed with reservation dogs while I was sick because uh, it's been on my list for a long time. And I just kind of like with new shows coming in, coming out, kind of never got the chance to watch it. But uh, I was like, oh, let's just watch this. And it was so funny and so good that I kind of binged the first six episodes back to back. <laughs> it was so good. Well, I basically binged the whole season today. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. Because we just decided we we're doing this a couple of days ago. And right. <laughs> I was only going to watch. I only watched one yesterday and I thought, well, you know, I'll maybe try to watch the first four at least. Mm-hmm. But I just kept going and finished the whole season. So <laughs> it's just, it's one of those shows where 
it's just so funny. And so like the characters are all kind of likable in their own way that you kind of like weirdly get addicted to it and just kind of are like, oh, I'll watch the next episode. I'll watch the next episode. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy to binge. And how was watching Prey while you had, or did you watch it while you had COVID or was that before you had COVID? Um, it might've been before the symptoms kicked in maybe, but it, technically I think I did have it. So <laughs> I loved Prey. I am personally a big horror movie fan. I don't get to watch a lot of them these days because Josh is not a horror fan, but um, <laughs> somehow I was able to convince him to watch it and I really enjoyed it. I loved it. It felt kind of like an elevated version of these movies where for a long time we were getting like, you know, the alien versus predator. And it's all like the sci-fi channel, maybe a little bit of a lower budget kind of versions that weren't as good, uh-huh. but it just, this one just kind of like felt like a return to form for me. I really loved it. Well, I had never seen any of the earlier Predators. I mean, I've seen Predator, Ooh. the characters show up in things like, mm-hmm. you know, just commenting on culture or whatever. Right. So I know what the Predator kind of looks like, but I had never seen the first one or any of the other ones. And oh. I just kept hearing people talk about it and it sounded so interesting that I was like, mm-hmm. well, because me and my dad, we have father-daughter night every week. And mm-hmm. we always watch something, but we were kind of between shows. So I was like, hey, can we watch Prey? And he was like, oh, I already saw it. And uh- <laughs> I was like, oh, darn it. Because it's kind of, I knew it was going to be kind of scary. So I mm-hmm. don't like to watch that alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But for the first time, normally it's me watching shows twice because, you know. I can't wait to like watch my shows just because he's not (laughs) only there one day. But for the first time, well, maybe the first time I think he had, he was like, yeah, I'll watch it again. And you know, so he had watched something twice. I kept going, is this going to happen? And he wouldn't say anything. (laughs) You already know what's going to (laughs) happen. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, that was really um, great. I I really love that one. So it was just really fun. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen a movie like that. You know, like one of those, and I'm sure they exist. I just haven't seen them. But like, they were really prevalent in the 80s, the like horror action movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I don't feel like they make those anymore. But no, it's these days it's mostly about kind of psychological horror seems to be like the the theme for the, at least yeah. the, the 20s, 2020s, but yeah, there was kind of like, like that. Alien, Predator, yeah. like <laughs> things, Jaws. Like, I, but even in the 90s, there was like Pitch Black and Vin. I feel like Vin Diesel did a lot, like a whole series of like kind of horror action movies. Oh, yeah. They like, were a little more called? sci-fi maybe. But. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What is he did do some sort of sci-fi horror movie that was like based on a video game maybe or something. Chronicles yeah, of Riddick. Like three of them. Chronicles of Riddick. Right. And I just said what I cannot remember. What <laughs> Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Right, right, Chronicles right. of Riddick. And I think there was another one I can't remember. But I think there's so much fun, and I kind of wish they would do like a little bit of a comeback. <laughs> yeah. With the action horror, I think it's a fun. Maybe job, Prey but... will encourage it. <laughs> that would be great because it's such a fun genre, and it's like kind of like one of those ones where you don't necessarily have to think too much like you can just sit back and enjoy yes the suspense of it and the scariness of it <laughs> well should, do we have any sort of notes or do we just want to 
Um, Which one do we want to talk about first? I can, let's do Prey first. I can kind of go, go through some okay. general stuff and then we could talk about maybe like the more general reservation dog stuff since it's a kind of a series. Okay, okay, yeah. So for Prey, it was just released this year. It was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, and it was written by Patrick mm. Eisen, I think his last name is, A-I-S-O-N. Also, I guess the story was pitched by Dan Trachtenberg as well. So they kind of worked on it together. Oh, okay. Wait, now Dan Trachtenberg, what else has he done? I say, that's not familiar. Let's see. Um, he did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. The Boys, if you're the Boys fan. He directed some Black Mirror, I think, in 2016. He Is actually he related to someone? Is Trachtenberg like a theater or an acting family? <laughs> I'm wondering because the, uh, the Trachtenberg that I know is Michelle Trachtenberg. I think that's her name from like the early 2000s. Wasn't somebody um, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer named Trachtenberg? Yeah, I think that was Michelle Trachtenberg, maybe. Oh, okay. Let's see. Because <laughs> I'm like, is it? It might be one of those names where it's like, oh, this is really common. But then I'm like, it doesn't sound very common to me. Maybe it is. <laughs> Random <Here>. tangent. <laughs> the girl in it was from Legion. I was like, where yes. is she from? I recognize her so much. And then yes. I looked it up. And I was like, oh. And that whole show came flooding back to me. I was like, that was a weird show. <laughs> it was very a very unique show. I enjoyed from, I don't think I finished it, but I watched most of it. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting, but it kind of felt like at a certain point, it was like the story kind of went away. It just we- weirdness kept going. I was like, hey, I feel like <laughs> yeah, maybe something's getting lost in translation here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'll, I got, I guess I'll go through the characters and since we mentioned her, um, her name is Amber Midthunder and she plays Naru. It's kind of like our main action heroine with her little dog. Mm-hmm. And that dog is from um, 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 like a rescue place somewhere near us because I sell it. Oh, really? Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Good for that dog. Yeah. The dog was, <laughs> I was so convinced. I was like, the first time I saw it, I was like, they're going to kill that dog. They're going <laughs> to make us very upset. Actually, I kind of felt like, I feel like this was going to be the one random occurrence where the dog lives. I think it's here specifically to make it through. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thankfully it was, because that would have been a lot. <laughs> um, okay. And we have Dakota Beavers as Tave, Dane DiLiagro, who played the Predator, mm-hmm. Stormy Kip, who played Wasabe, Michelle Thrush played Aruka, Julian Black Antelope played Chief Kehetu, uh, Stephanie Mathias played Sumu, Bennett Taylor played Raphael. Mike Patterson played Big Beard. Nelson Lees played the uh, played Waxed Mustache. <laughs> Timon Carter played Hoopy. Sky uh, Pelletier played Tabu. Harlan Blaine Kitwayot played Itse. Um, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I was like trying to find the point where it's like. <laughs> really, I feel like she's the only one who really we need to know. Because... Right. And her brother, maybe. But like, yeah, I was, maybe her brother. I was trying to look for the point where it like started being like, this is the young Kamachi girl. Or <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. Well, I, I, for some reason, I thought this that prey was made by Native people, but I guess not. 
see, I don't know what Patrick Eisen, I don't know what he is, like what his ethnicity is, but it may, they might have had uh, like a, they definitely had mostly native cast. All right. And then Reservation Dogs. It was created by, and I think almost every single episode has been written by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi, who you might know from. Did Taika Waititi write it? I thought he was just a producer. He definitely is. He's one of the creators. He created it with Sterling Harjo. And I think he's written on some episodes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, (sighs) I love Taika Waititi. I know, me too. I was like, you might know him from the last two Thor movies and uh, Our Flag Meets Death. Yeah, all of his movies are so great. He's really and funny. And doesn't he do What We Do in the Shadows too? Yeah, he did the movie and then he produced, I think he produces the the series and he was in an episode. It's very all funny. those New Zealand guys are like, they all produce they just, everything together. Yes. <laughs> and they all have a great sense of humor. <laughs> Our Flag Means Death. I just watched that recently. <laughs> We watched um, an episode or two of that, and I do like it. We have to come back to that. I love Reese Darby. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then I'll just say our our four our our core four, as I call them, of the cast. Devery Jacobs plays Alora Dannon Postoak, like Postoak, Postoak, who's really great. Um, <laughs> then we have Defero uh, Woon Atai, who plays Bear Small Hill. Lane mm-hmm. Factor plays Cheese. And Paulina Alexis plays Willie Jack. I feel like I've seen Lane Factor and something else. He does have that kind of face. (laughs) I feel like I can picture him in a scene from something else, but I cannot. I didn't I didn't look up his IMDb. I looked up a lot of people while I was watching it, but I didn't look him up. Yeah, he does have that kind of face where he just looks so familiar to me because I thought the same thing. (laughs) But um, yeah. That's the kind of like our core four for that show. They're all really great. They are. They're really great. Okay, so you wanted to talk about Parade first? Sure. Okay. Okay, first off, Amber Midthunder, mm-hmm. love her. <laughs> she was great. She's always great. Cooper was going <laughs> crazy during this movie. He has gotten into this thing. I feel like it could start a whole YouTube channel that is just based around Cooper watching t- different television. And we would start with Prey because <laughs> he was like, I mean, he'll just sit there and watch it until, until like a dog shows up. And then he's like, oh my gosh, a dog. And then he was like barking at the dog. And then the girl and the dog were friends and the dog was licking her face. And he kept looking at me like, hey, we're like them. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) And then when like a mountain lion, you know, different kinds of creatures show up, he was going crazy. And the predator showed up crazy. It was just like, (laughs) it was... It was hard to watch. <laughs> I mean, it, wasn't, it was hard to watch it because he was barking at my face. Like, right. I can't watch this when you're barking and jump. He was jumping up and down in front of the television. It was I would say, crazy. <laughs> isn't he, isn't Cooper famously anti-horses on TV as well? Oh, yes. He <laughs> does not like horses on TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Or in real life. Because or we saw life. some horses in Tennessee and he was like barking at them from across the field. <laughs> <laughs> Something about horses just freaks him out. He's not a fan. Because his first 
introduction to horses was in the Summer Olympics last mm. year when I got him. He was still a puppy and they were doing dressage <laughs> and oh, right. he flipped out. He was running around the room, hiding behind the couch, barking, <laughs> staring at the television. It was like his mind was blown. <laughs> He's like, what are they doing? <laughs> what is happening? Why are these things dancing? And what are these things that are dancing? <laughs> oh, Cooper. Oh, Cooper. Yeah. He also That's hates it when it's like just showing close-ups of hands or things are mm. sped up. <laughs> and that's so funny that he reacts so much to the TV. The one, oh my God. Have you watched any of those like I Am Groot shows? Oh yeah. Like the little shorts. I had to They're stop so watching cute. it because he just could not <laughs> stop. It was so funny because I watched the first one. Groot is in like a little pot and mm-hmm. he was fine with it when Groot was in a pot. And the second he grew legs... He just started barking and would not stop. <laughs> Maybe it's like scary to him. He's like, I don't understand how that happened. And I don't He's like, like what it. What is this creature? I don't recognize <laughs> it. <laughs> he must think that you watch the scariest things. If he's just like horses, aliens, plants. I, I know. I just, I don't know how many times he can walk up, touch the television and be like, it is not real <laughs> before he starts to understand. <laughs> oh, Cooper. He's so silly. My dogs, meanwhile, have no reaction. Oh. No reaction. <laughs> They're just asleep. I mean, it's cute, but I would rather Cooper just sleep through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked, you know, the story of a girl who wants to be a hunter in her tribe mm-hmm. and like they are very it was so misogynistic i was like getting really mad yeah. in the beginning <laughs> it it was like it was a little bit like frustrating in the fact that everyone was so anti her even though she was so good and they're making fun of her like inventions to her weapons and she was like you'll well, just them. <laughs> exactly just wait until i kill the predator at the end spoiler <laughs> well i think that's the most obvious right <laughs> yeah i was like how I guess we should probably try to talk about it slightly, spoiler free. But you yeah. know, if you've come along with us this far, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, you should probably know. Although yet. I have been told I'm good at not spoiling Twin Peaks for you, so. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe we'll. Uh... You're like, oh, really? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really bad at. I'm that kind of person where I want to guess the like what's going to happen next or what's going to happen. I always have my theories, and sometimes I'm uh-huh. right. Which makes mm-hmm. other people annoyed. <laughs> I can't help it. I think there was definitely something in Prey that I was like, oh, that is going to be this at the end. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. It was just like, it was really, the way that the Predator kind of came into the story was really cool to me. How they see this thing happen in the sky and they think it's like part of their mythology the Thunderbird, uh-huh. I think is what they called it. And so it's like, as an audience member, you're like, it's, it's not that. You guys need to get some weapons. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to be prepared. And so it's just that suspense starts building up. And then, you know, the whole time she's like, something's out there. And oh, you're yeah. not believing her. Always believe the someone. Whole, <laughs> the whole like first half where we didn't know what was going on. I mm-hmm. was the whole time going thinking it was the predator like every time something happened which, <laughs> right you know i kept being like oh it's the predator but it never was and then there were 
you know, a couple instances where like the buffalo and mm-hmm. the trap and I I thought it was like predator and my dad was like, nope, that's the white man. <laughs> the other predator. The worst, <laughs> worst of all. <laughs> oh, um, that bear scene was so scary to me. <laughs> yes. But everyone oh, knows that God. I have a particular aversion to bears. I was so like... Do bears really move like that? Or is this just like a... A CGI bear. You know, it's definitely a CGI bear. But like, is this within the realm of possibility of being attacked by a bear? What it's like? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I need to watch that. um, What was that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he gets attacked by a bear? (laughs) It was... Yeah, something like that. I feel like people are like, that's a, like a real bear attack or something. Uh, I just have no interest in anything bear Leonardo attack. Leonardo DiCaprio really. is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a very controversial opinion. <sighs> Never cared for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's okay. And that's my controversial opinion. He's a fine actor. <laughs> right. Right. But as far as, as far as bear scenes go, it was pretty scary when it was chasing her and then when it attacked the predator that's the predator was gonna die i was like is it (laughs) is this it (laughs) but predator came on top and i mean she just was so like great and competent and even though like Mm -hmm. obviously she was not like super it wasn't like everything wasn't super easy for her but like right she was struggling but i still felt like you know, she used her weaknesses as advantages. And oh, yeah, I loved the like, one of my favorite scenes, I would say was when she got caught in the mud. Oh, my God, that was scary. Pulling herself out forever and ever and ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you remember like, I can't remember what show I was listening to, but they were like, you know, growing up in the 90s, I thought that quicksand was going to be a much bigger threat than it was because every TV show was like <laughs> about this person getting stuck in quicksand and they had to get out. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this, whatever, quick mud, I guess you want to call it, was uh-huh. so scary. Uh. Yeah. I, it looked so believable, though, as like, because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I suppose everywhere that has big bodies of water has things like this, but like, Oh, and you yeah, walk sure. along the St. John's River at low tide, which I used mm-hmm. to do as a <laughs> middle schooler. And sometimes you just sink like up to your waist in the oh, mud because it so would just scary. like be so saturated and, and it falls apart. I lost a few shoes too. <laughs> Thank God I never stepped on any cans or bottles or whatever. I say anything. <laughs> anything gross in there. But it, yeah, it's was a very scary scene and they do that thing where it's like she keeps throwing the axe to get it secure so she can pull her way out, but it's not working and it's not working and yeah. I always like freak out. I'm the worst person yeah. to watch these kind of movies with because I have to talk through them. <laughs> Which works for some people. Well, but- I feel like if it's scary like that, then I do like to talk through them because Mm. I don't, I screamed a couple times. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of like pop up scares, which I personally don't mind if they're done in moderation. Uh, Yeah. I thought they worked fine. It wasn't like, 
a horror movie where they're like they're particularly bah. trying to be like it's gonna used to pop out are you ready are you ready are you ready are you ready oh right. we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't try and trick you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah uh, what what other particularly memorable scenes i really liked when they were tied her and her brother were tied to the tree that was, like, <gasps> oh, that was so scary good scene it was really good. And the whole like French settlers, colonialist scene was really, I don't know. It just like, to me, I always, I felt like, especially because like the focus was like the native focus on the movie that it was going to be like, I don't necessarily have to worry about these people because they're going to definitely get their comeuppets <laughs> when the time comes. And uh, it definitely came because they're quote unquote trapped to get the predator. Like you said, by tying those the main characters up did not work in their favor. No. <laughs> and I, um, very gory. Yeah. I also really liked the final showdown when she like mm-hmm. was giving her speech and, you know, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> right. That was really cool. Yeah. How she tricked, she used its own weapon against itself. It was really cool. Yeah. And I was watching like a reaction video, just like a, not a full movie reaction, but just, you know. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they were like, is it going to look the same? I don't understand this. what's going right. on with this faceplate. Why does it look so different? And then they realize, oh my gosh, it's just like a mask, but it's like a, you know. More primitive. Pr- more primitive mask, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I think uh, what took me a second to realize, took me a second to realize, I was like, oh, no one, like, the story takes place like hundreds of years before the first predator. So mm-hmm. no wonder it looks different and is dressed differently. It doesn't have full body armor like it used to. It's a little bit more almost like that Star Warsy thing where it's like primitive, but also future. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it's, this is its first time to earth. Right, 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 right. Now, my dad was saying, okay, because there's like a prominent gun, which he says is in future mm-hmm. Predator episodes, but like the Predator has it. And then mm-hmm. I guess Danny Glover gets it. <laughs> I, <don't know laughs> I think what, so. Which episode it's, of Predator that is, but. <laughs> I think it's the original. The original, um, if you haven't watched it, from what I remember, I enjoyed it. It's kind of like one of those like 80s fun actiony kind of whatever because it's got like Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and uh-huh. you know it's like whatever but I, I I mean it was always one of those like tentpole movies that just I was mm-hmm. too young to watch it when it came out and I just never watched never it never got around I, to I it I guess probably I was like you know maybe too scared I feel like Aliens it's my dad hyped up scary. as being the scariest movie ever and so Predator was in Ugh. that in my brain <laughs> For some reason, to me, Aliens definitely seems more scary than Predator, but I think it's just like the vacuum of space and the darkness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, there is like a a titular Predator gun that has like the symbols of three dots or whatever. And so I think that's kind of like the titular like Predator gun. But (laughs) yeah, but yeah, you should definitely at some point watch the the original because it's definitely kind of like a... Uh, pop culture. I noticed thing. it was on Hulu today when I was watching. 
Mm. Reservation mm. dogs. Anything? Yeah. Any um other thing that stood out to you? I feel like I just kind of barely, I just stood my favorite. <laughs> I don't know. No, those are my favorite things too. I don't know. I just I just really loved it, and I loved the ending where after she kills Predator and brings the the head back and her mom immediately goes to the chief is like make her a warrior right now do you see what she killed (laughs) she's like i just loved it we all need to move and they're like oh okay yes (laughs) (laughs) we'll listen to you (laughs) you have like neon green blood on your face so we will go wherever it was so awesome yeah it was really cool i really enjoyed it Reservation dogs. That was yes. a fun one. It is a very fun one. It's just, it's got one of the, it's one of those shows where it's like really funny and then it, they throw in that like real life stuff curveball that you're like, <laughs> am I going to cry this episode and laugh too? <laughs> well, see, maybe it's just because I'm in a weird headspace today as I was watching it, but I was like, this is kind of like comedy in that. It um isn't dealing with like huge stakes. Oh, I mean, yeah, although, yeah. I, but it's also it just doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple yeah. chuckles, but it was more like I just really care about all these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would say because it's like from the point of view of these four, like probably like 16, 17 year olds. It's definitely like you know kind of like stakes for teenagers but you've got like the I mean yeah like the real life curveball of like their friend committed suicide and all like the yeah. statistical societal stuff Definitely, that happens. it was very sad kind of atmospherically in a way like yeah everyone had a lot of very heavy stuff in their lives Yes. But it was never like dwelling on that. But then it did oh, yeah, yeah. cry every episode. <laughs> <laughs> there are like those touching moments and it just is like a very there's always these heartwarming parts of the show and like I feel like that's or, Taika Waititi's specialty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And like just like community coming together and caring for one another deep down and it's just really yes. sweet. Yeah. And the kids are all very I think I watched the first episode and I was like, I think if I watch this without, you know, someone telling me that I should watch it for the podcast or whatever, I might mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, I'm good <laughs> after the first episode. <laughs> because this isn't really the kind of show that I would necessarily seek out just because mm-hmm. it's a little too emotional for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I like that kind of stuff, but you need your, but uh, I really liked your other it. stuff. Yeah. 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 I really did like it. I really did. Yeah, it's just one of those shows where, like, the more you watch it, the better it gets. And the four leads are all, I would say, really, really good. I think my personal favorite of the four is Willie Jack. The, like, butch, maybe she's a lesbian, maybe she's not. (laughs) But she is just so funny and so, like, blunt and straightforward. And the situations Uh are so funny. Yeah, she's really great. And I really enjoyed Cheese. <laughs> cheese, as the well. best thing. <laughs> but I was like, it did, I will say, 
when like the second scene is a mm-hmm. Willow reference and it's her name and it's like, right. referenced throughout the entire series. I was like, okay, you're really, really speaking to me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I heard the Willow reference, I was like, I think Maya should watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Willow yet? (laughs) No, not yet. But we did see the, they have like some sort of little trailer thing for the new Willow. And we did say, we need to watch that just to kind of Oh, I am 100% watching the new Willow. It looks amazing. And you have got Mm -hmm. to watch the old Willow. I love Willow. It's so good. (laughs) I I should. And maybe we should talk, maybe we can do a podcast episode about it. Just because it's kind of like a quintessential thing for you we should do it before the new series comes out (laughs) agree i agree yeah also sorry for always saying we're gonna do this and then changing our plans immediately and not doing (laughs) (laughs) i was like maybe we should just never say what we're about to do next yeah it'll just be a surprise (laughs) (laughs) listen life changes all the time around us things happen especially at the moment exactly (laughs) exactly so you know we might get to it at some point maybe it won't happen when we say it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know hey we did tell people we're gonna be doing some other stuff and we wanted we specifically said i want to do something chris just something christian wants to do randomly (laughs) (laughs) well here you go (laughs) perfect yeah I like that every episode is kind of, not every episode, but a lot of them had a specific person they were focusing on. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because the kids, they start off so delinquenty, And I was like, mm-hmm. are they going to be like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> See, I thought. Do I have to roll at them? But yeah, I thought at first I was like, oh, are we going to have like hijinks episodes? And because <laughs> like the first episode, they're stealing a, a truck, a chip truck. <laughs> it yeah. was just so, <laughs> but I think they kind of, there's like a, a through line that I've seen throughout the season and definitely into season two where it's like, maybe we shouldn't be like bad kids. Maybe we should do things to make the community better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like the spirit guide. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. If you watch... He's very funny. Rutherford Falls, he's also in that. And he's very funny in that, too. Oh, yeah. That was another one that I meant to watch a lot. There's every show. I'm like, I definitely want to watch that. And then I just watch yep. whatever. I, I, <laughs> right now, I'm watching Critical Role, and it's, like, never-ending. So I don't know that I'll ever really be like... Sometimes I got to take a break from the show I'm watching and I'll watch something else. But mm-hmm. <laughs> this one was a good one because it was pretty easy to binge because they're only yeah. half an hour episodes and there's only eight in the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good binging but, show. Yeah, it's very easy. Maybe not all eight in one day like me because <laughs> just too much on the old nerves to be like, okay, I'm crying yeah. again. Okay, okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm crying again. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a good, like, three episodes max. <laughs> it's good to space things out sometimes. Yeah, or if you're not as sensitive as me, it should be fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I'm i really enjoying it, and I think they're currently on their second season. And yeah, we're catching like up. Yeah, there were five out so far. Yeah, and we're we're catching up to where they currently are, so I'm excited to keep watching it, because I'm really enjoying it. And yeah. I think I was like, yeah, I guess I will watch the second season. <laughs> I was like, I'm going, I'm going. 
But I might wait until the majority of it is out because I still need to catch up on what we do in the shadows. Oh my God. The most <laughs> recent episode might be the one of the best episodes ever. It was so good. <laughs> I'm excited for you to watch it so we could talk about it. <laughs> it was so silly. So dumb. <laughs> yeah. 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 I probably will try to catch up on that soon. It's weird. I... I need to um, do like one streaming service at a time because then I'm more <laughs> just likely watch to all. watch all the stuff on it because like right now I'm watching Hulu. Mm, Although true. I did watch the new Game of Thrones. Did you watch? <gasps> Me too. It was uh, so good. I have to say, I don't know that I'm in a Game of Thrones mood anymore. I was like, this is too much. It is a very much. specific. I just can't with all this violence and misogyny. It's just it's too <laughs> <Yeah>. much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely like you kind of have to bear a lot to kind of watch it because there is kind of like <laughs> gratuitous violence and just people treating each other horribly. Like, yeah. And like uh, I, and the, just misogyny like built yeah. into the programming and it's just like, <laughs> right. okay, I get it. That's how it was, but oh, shut up. <laughs> right. And also the um, every time there's like a sex scene is the most like I know. I Emotionless, like, no. No. like <laughs> biological, like this is how animals make babies. <laughs> and yeah. it's like so like ugh, gross. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just <laughs> something about it. I did see a funny tweet where they were talking about the misogyny of the show and how people are like, that's how it was back then. They were like, you literally made it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not real. I know. I know. <laughs> but I get it. it's just a funny like, kind of you know well and obviously it's going to be talking about how that's changing throughout the course of the show right because i mean obviously we're setting that up but still it's like i i really liked game of thrones and i want to keep liking it but i think maybe i'm just like not in the headspace for it but maybe (laughs) they were just trying to shock us in the beginning but i also was like what's you know is this trying to fill in some hole that i'm missing from game of thrones like are we trying to like explore it's... some area that we we want to think... know more about well i think did you watch the um after the episode they'll have like a a commentary i think usually oh yeah yeah i did watch that actually yeah i really enjoy them because it kind of i had the same questions like okay like we kind of know some of the things that they're setting up in the first episode, we're like, okay, we know like what's going to happen because we watched the show, the other show. So, <laughs> but I think it's like what they were saying was like the show was kind of, it's sort of setting up some things in the future and filling in some holes, but it also is like its own story that's worth telling. And I do find the characters very interesting. Um, I did I like, like some of the characters. <laughs> yeah, some of them. And I like how we get a lot of dragons. So <laughs> those are really yeah. cool. I was like, where are the White Walkers? And then I was also wondering about mm. Valyria, which apparently is already destroyed. So I was like, well, fine. I guess we all have to have a prequel to this prequel. So I can find out yes. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, oh my God, here, the names are going to take a, lo- a long time for me to stick with me, but. Um, <laughs> I'm not even the... going to try. I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> I only know the main girl. <laughs> That's probably about it. I know Matt Smith. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. 
And um, I just know that he's Matt Smith. I don't know his character's name. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, his, his character's the worst. I hate him. But the, Is he the worst? <laughs> I mean, he was pretty so bad. Far, but like, also, it seemed like he wasn't actually the worst. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, he did kind of like kill a lot of the city just to be like, they're going to be scared. Well, I mean, he was... By... But nobody else cared either. So it was like... Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they're all bad, but... <laughs> yeah. He just seems to have this, like, weird, violent, like, innate tendency. I think because I know I got to mentally prepare myself to lose any of these people that I care about at <sighs> given <laughs> given time. I'm like, right. am I ready for this show? I, I think maybe I'm... I'm I'm more into the new Lord of the Rings. We'll see when it comes out. Oh, I'm like, so excited. I'm more, I think I'm, after watching the first Game of Thrones, I'm like, mm, I think I'm more excited about Lord of the Rings at the moment. <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Oh, but to um, comment on your Valyria thing, the the guy who's married to the sister who made a claim for the throne originally but never got it. The he has like the white dreads. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. he is Valyrian, and so. Like his, I think his family that he came from is Valyrian, if I'm correct. And so maybe we'll get to kind of see some of Valyria. And I do like that we're speaking a lot of high Valyrian so that we can kind of get more of the other language in there and just, I don't know, more fun. But I'm interested to see where they're going. (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe I'll watch it by myself if I, well, you know, when I watch it just to... Mm-hmm. So I watched it with my dad and I was like, oh, first of all, there's too many sex scenes to be watching this with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> too many awkward ones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Doctor Who, stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> but maybe I could just like fast forward through some of the more like gratuitous mm-hmm. moments. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that maybe because it was like first episode back, like just to shock you all back into it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I'm hoping. <laughs> We'll I saw see. that from the previews that there's going to be a time jump, which I am mm-hmm. not 100% thrilled about just because I already started to like this little girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, she, we're not really going to probably get much more of her unless they do flashbacks. Um, Who knows? But we'll Who see. knows what they're going to do. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that uh, and for both things. Yeah. And well, to see over ended up talking about Game of Thrones quite a bit. <laughs> so good. But yeah, excited. That's kind of like our little uh <laughs> intro like uh our recommendation sort of like yeah without an introduction <laughs> tv countdown i feel like was there anything else that you've watched because we still have like i i will say i started watching this documentary on hbo that has been on my list for like a couple years at this point and i just have never had the it's always been like coming and going from my mind so but it's called exterminate all the brutes and it's kind of a documentary, a four part about like colonialism and the roots of it and how it affected the world and like kind of what led to the ideologies that led to colonialism. And it's mm. really, really just like good knowledge to have about why the world is the way it is today. And it's really, it's really heavy, I will say, because they're not afraid to show you the violence and to show you to tell you the horrors of colonialism and everything that followed so but it's just like stuff that you never thought about or stuff that you didn't know about because you didn't learn about it in school in the right way it's just really good information to have i think what's it called again exterminate all the brutes and that's on hbo yes and it's it's really well done i'm i'm enjoying it as as much as you can enjoy a, a thing 
that's full of like really heavy dark stuff but yeah. it's really well done and it's really informative I think it's really good information to kind of make sure you have nice <laughs> I, I watched the first episode of She-Hulk and I'm excited to watch the I like that too today. I loved it I thought it was great I watched it with dad and he was laughing hysterically and he was like this is the funniest one yet I didn't know it was gonna be so funny <laughs> <laughs> I loved it I thought it was very funny too and she was really great. I, I love, love Tatiana Maslany. I was just about to say, I love her. She's so good. And that post credit scene about Cap, very funny. So funny. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to watch it. I really liked that comic. Well, you know, I really liked she, mm-hmm. the She-Hulk comics that I read. And she's just a really funny character. And I, I love that it's like a sh- comedy. It's a little bit... It's feels very adult for a Disney mm-hmm. show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but very funny. And I love her as a character, too. Yeah. And I kind of, like, I love the idea that we don't have to go through this, like, training montage in the same way we have in the past, where <laughs> she's just, like, as good at everything already. <laughs> and so we can kind of skip all of that and then kind of get really into the action. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where they're going with it and... I hope like Titania will kind of not just make that little two second. Oh no, I think she's. I mean, she's in the credits, so I think she'll be a pretty big. I love all the credits for all these Marvel shows, like Mm -hmm. the first half of them at least, where they have like all the art and everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, (laughs) no surprise to anybody. I'm watching the new Marvel show. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, we all we always watch them just to, and they're all. I think they're always really great. I love them. I've been loving them. Yeah, me too. Oh, have I watched anything else? Well, I had my birthday last week, so I wasn't really... Right. I was a little distracted. Oh, I... Pl- I okay, I was going to say, I played a game. Mm-hmm. What was it called? It's by Cotton Game. And they do, mm-hmm. like, a whole bunch of games. Like, they did Isoland and Isoland 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Pumpkinhead. They're all, like, oh, in the same kind of weird cool. art universe. And this mm-hmm. one was called Dad's Monster House. <laughs> that's cool. It was fun. It wasn't very long, but it's just such a fun kind of game. And I'm playing mm-hmm. right now The House of Da Vinci 3, oh. which is kind of like The Room. Did you ever play The Room, the like puzzle game? No, but I feel like I've heard about it. There's like four of them. They're very fun. They're, they have really good controls for the touchpad. Mm-hmm. So like if you're like playing on an iPad or something or the phone, you can play it on the phone too. It's fun. It's very atmospheric and it's got really mm-hmm. cool puzzles. But House of Da Vinci is similar kind of puzzles, but I feel like there's more of a story to it. And mm-hmm. you have like the, this little orb that you have to like peek into the past to solve certain puzzles or peek into the Ooh, future and cool. um or you can walk through into the past and you have to like interact with the two together it's the third one in the series it's been fun that's cool i haven't played any games this summer or, or i hadn't really played a lot of games so those were fun <laughs> yeah i was going through a little like while where i was like just constantly coming into like new games and somehow like some are going on sale and i was like well, i might as well buy it And then there was kind of this weird dry spell where I was like, there's no new games out that I want, but I did just buy, and I already beat it, but (laughs) it's a a game called Devil May Cry 5. And it's the fifth in a series of these games about this guy who 
like the the lore of the game is that him and his brother were born to like the king of hell and his mom left with them and that she ended up being killed when they went to go look for them and that they grew up and they ended up killing their father and there's like this eternal rivalry between them and it's like this really interesting look at like like um like I would say maybe like Catholicism like there's always like these like references to the these different myths and creatures from the Bible and and like they show up and you like battle them and it's just really like a very fun like kind of silly game and there's like so those on the PlayStation yeah and there's like little like dance interludes sometimes like I remember (laughs) he just got like this hat this upgraded hat where it has like certain powers and he puts it on and he does like a little dance montage with it it's so like <laughs> silly and ridiculous and dumb but it's just fun and um <laughs> it's just really cool i love it awesome okay well um i guess that's our sick day episode Mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed it yes please hopefully next week we'll be having an interview although again maybe i should not say what we're <laughs> we are hoping to have it but if not we'll have something fun regardless yeah definitely if you would like to get in touch with us you can email us at manners madness at gmail.com you can dm us on twitter at manners madness or on instagram at manners madness pod or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersofmadness.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersofmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.